0: Hi, good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. Today is April 20th, and I am your hostess, Ellie Molina. I am an intuitive, a psychic, an educator, an author, and the creator of. The Psy Kids Academy, a magical place where children and their adults learn to tap into their intuition, access their psychic abilities, and learn about consciousness and awareness. Uh, The Psy Kids Academy is open to anyone. You don't need to have a child. You can, you know, just use all of the tools in the Psy Kids Academy for the child within you. So it's all about raising consciousness and awareness from the perspective of child likeness, not childish, childlike. So that is all about the Kids Academy. And you can learn more about that at my website, which is www.ellymolina.com. And I'd like to announce another event that I'm doing this coming uh, Wednesday, the 27th, not today, a week from today. I'm doing a free online workshop. So it's going to be one hour of free workshop. It begins at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And we're going to be developing psychic abilities. I'm going to show you how fun this can be. To tap into your psychic abilities, we're going to practice remote viewing, a little bit of telepathy, and I'm going to explain how it works, and we'll have practical exercises while we're doing it. So if you'd like to participate in this one-hour workshop, just head on over to my website, elliemolina.com, and scroll to the middle of the page and register right there. I think that's about it in terms of upcoming personal events. I will love to share with you right now. Next Wednesday on the 27th, I have a fabulous guest. His name is Sean McNamara. He is an educator. He's a teacher, a mentor. He's the man who taught me how to spoon bend He practices telekinesis. He's working on mind sight, which is something that I have taught children, only he's doing it for adults. It's a little bit different. So you'll want to hear Sean next week on the podcast. It will not be live, it is pre recorded. He's fascinating. He used to be a Buddhist, um, he he used to be involved in Buddhism. He was studying to be a Buddhist monk. And so he has so much knowledge in this realm of consciousness and awareness and what is possible for the mind. So make sure you catch that podcast uh, next week. It's going to be aired on the 27th. All right, so without further talk about all of these things. I want to remind everybody to do something special for themselves and the earth on April 22nd, which is Earth Day. And we're looking to do conscious awareness, raise the energy of the planet and just be consciously aware. You know, there's a lady who lives in my neighborhood and every single day I am so inspired by her She carries a few plastic bags with her. That's not the inspirational part. However, she picks up the trash that has accumulated every single day on the sidewalks, on the lawns. And I think to myself, you know, she's out there beautifying the environment while she's on her walk. And what a wonderful thing. Imagine if everyone cleaned up after themselves or didn't litter to begin with. So just a thought. And um, yeah, anyway, I'd like to welcome everybody today who's here um, in the live room and welcome Josie Thomas and XX Jugs ZZC. <laughs> All right, that's interesting name. All right, I want to welcome everybody who's here live. Thank you for being here and it is such a pleasure. Today, I would love to start the podcast by answering any questions that anyone listening or hearing this or who's on the live call wants to type into the room right now. So these would be psychic questions, anything on your mind that you're interested in. In um, you can call in with your questions or type them in. I would love to answer questions before I start my teaching point, which is going to be how to live from the space of everyday alchemy. And what is that also? Like, what does that mean? And how can one start living from everyday alchemy? So if anybody has any questions right now, comments, please type them in or call them in. I would love to hear from you. So I'll give you a minute to type in. Also remember that even if you do have questions or comments, Feel free to type them into into the space right now and I'll ask them, I'll answer them as they come up. All right. Uh, No questions, no comments, nothing, nada. All right. All right. Okay. Well, let's get started. So firstly, uh, for those people who have been listening to the podcast, um, and thank you so much for being regulars and listening because you make all the difference. I want to tell you about the past month and what this has been like. If you recall, a lot of you have listened to the podcast in the last few months. In March, I declared March as Manifestation Month, the Manifestation Month of March. And during that month, a lot of our listeners and the readers of my newsletter set out to create manifestations for themselves along this journey. I had wonderful teachers during this month, so you may want to go back and listen. If you haven't, you may want to go back and listen to some of the podcasts. First one that it began, I kicked off the month with Timothy Schultz, who was a a Powerball winner back in 1997. And our conversation started with Timothy had... He had a dream about winning the Powerball. And then he just knew, again, it was that intuitive hit, that knowing, that dream. I mean, because you can have a dream and how will you know what day to go buy your ticket? But he just followed this intuitive hit. You want to go back maybe if you're interested and listen to what that was like for Timothy and how it changed his life. So he followed this intuitive hit. Again, we can call this Everyday Alchemy, and purchased that lottery ticket, won the Powerball back in 1997. And he now hosts a weekly podcast also where he interviews Powerball winners and just really fascinating conversations. And one can find him on YouTube. It's Timothy Schultz. And after Timothy was my guest, the following week, I had Carolyn Willman. And Carolyn is known as the contest queen. And what fascinated me so much about Carolyn, not only her own work in helping and guiding people to live, again, she may not use this word, through everyday alchemy, but she guides people to living their life through manifestation and winning contests. Her inspiration came in part through... Uh, meeting Helene Hadsell. Now, Helene Hadsell was an incredible woman. I'm going to give you a little bit of history about Helene. Helene was a uh, contest winner. She won every single contest that she ever entered. So she then became so famous that people flew her around the world and invited her to all these shows, offered her all of these products for free. Also, just because she had been winning these contests, Helene also won a home for herself. She won an outdoor motor for her husband's boat and, it just, and, and prizes galore and travel but the thing that was so amazing to me about Helene was not only her method but that she was also employed by Jose Silva and Jose Silva as many people might recall and if you do not recall him because this goes back to the 60s and the 70s and you may not have been around at that time you want to my suggestion is that you may want to look him up and look up the Silva mind control method the Silva mind control method is a way of learning how to control your mind so that you become the master of your mind. You become the master of your thoughts. You learn how to do creative visualization. So many people have learned the techniques of Jose Silva in the past and have used them. Shakti Gawain was a student of Jose Silva. Even Tony Robbins took the Silva mind control method. Uh, Wayne Dyer had most of his success based on learning how to use the Silva Mind Control. And these are just a few people that have used it and learned it, who are, were open about using it. There are so many people who have used it and then do not share that this is something that they've learned. They just kind of pretend that it happened for them very naturally. And, you know, there are always people who don't like to give credit to where credit is due and again that is not you know any judgment or anything like that it's just a what so so anyway if you are interested in really learning how to do creative visualization learning how to get into the alpha state learning powerful ways of manifesting i'm going to suggest that you check out the Silva mind control method and look at the work that Jose Silva did back in the 60s and the 70s. It is incredible. It is wonderful. It is life-changing. All right. So now with that information, getting back to Helene. Helene worked for Jose, and she traveled all around the United States, but mostly she contained herself, to uh, living in Texas. And she opened up centers uh, for... um, Jose so that he could then go teach the mind control method of deep relaxation and creative visualization to others in the area. So she was highly instrumental in helping him spread the word and teach. Another thing that I love about loved about Helene was her method. She created a method and it was called the SPEC method. This was Helene's way of using the the um, out the Silver Mind work and the Alpha work and Theta work that Jose did. And the SPEC method is so simple. It's, again, the law of attraction is probably based loosely on Helene's work. Um, The SPEC method is select it. So you pick what it is that you want to have. You project it. So what that means to project it, you project it on your mental screen, as Jose called it. That is the screen that we see when we close our eyes at a 45 degree angle. And we look at the mental picture. We run it like a movie. Only thing is that we put ourselves in. In there, so it's not just a projection of a character. We see ourselves in there, so we select it, we project it, then we expect it. This is the big part. This is where this is where faith and trust um, play a really large role, because people can and have a tendency to say they want something, and then they're going to go manifest it. Let's use the the old traditional, I'm going to manifest a million dollars. Okay, we'll use that one. Because we've heard so many people, countless people say, I'm going to manifest a million dollars. I'm going to win the lottery. So we hear this over and over again. Yet, how many people have won the lottery? Well, quite a number, believe it or not, because there is a lottery winning uh, three times a week, and then, of course, multiply that by all the games. So there are a number of people who have won the lottery. Only now you can select it, okay, I now win the lottery, and you can project it on your mental screen so you see yourself, whatever that looks like, holding that big check that they you know give people back in the day or see yourself going to the bank, see yourself talking to your financial planner. Whatever it is that is that visualization for you, you see it. You visualize it, you project it on your mental screen, and here's the part, you need to expect it. So that gets into the area of faith and trust so that you have a really deep belief that, you know what, it's possible, I am a winner, I'm going to win this, this is happening for me. You really got to expect that this is something that will come. And again, there's no time. So if you go back and listen to some of the other podcasts that uh, podcast par- participants last month, you know, we talked to Mark Houghton and we talked to Carolyn, you'll see one of the things that again, is this concept of giving up the time and having it be in our time as we expected. Oh, I'm going to win the lottery by July 4th. And, you know, the universe doesn't work that way. So then what happens is you don't win the lottery July 4th. You give up. Okay, bye-bye. All right. So Helene always taught you select it, you project it, you expect it without a date to it, knowing that the universe is really working in many, many different ways to bring all the pieces together so that you can have it. And then you collect it. So that was her belief system. Select it, project it, expect it, and then go collect it. So that was really fascinating as are many of her books i've started reading her books because i just found her experiences so fascinating the people that she met along the way the teachers her guides Um, her pupils. Fascinating woman, fascinating story. And she handed over the rights to all of her work before she died to Carolyn. So she trusted Carolyn out of all the people that she met. She trusted Carolyn to be the one to take this work and deliver it to the world. So I'm very grateful that Carolyn had that opportunity. And again, all of these books are available online. You can go find them. And now I want to go to the following week where I had Mark Houghton on. And Mark is a multiple, okay, so get this, right? He's a multiple lottery winner and game winner. And now he teaches this work to other people. You know, no matter matter what he's doing, no matter how many times he speaks, and says the same it's basically saying the same thing over and over and over again until people can really understand it it is the same concept you select what it is that you want and then you project it and then the language may be different in terms of expectation i like to call it knowing i like to think about the the old example of using the light switch where we know that when we go into a room, we flick on the switch and the light comes on. We do not need to find out how it works. We don't have to ask, well, unless you're curious. And we don't have to go and pray for the light switch to go on. We trust and know and expect that it will happen. And it is that same confidence level of trusting, knowing, expecting, believing that it's going to happen. There's no doubt that is how it is for me with manifestations. And so, if we're looking at using these principles that Mark has been teaching, well, that's it. He knows. And he's always talking about knowing and then saying, hey, you know, he says the same thing quantum physicists have been saying. Basically, now you got to let it go. All right. Once we know that we've put it out there to the universe, we need to let it go. We need to remove ourselves from the attachments to it. Because the attachments, now this is not, I don't know if Mark talks about this, but I will. The attachments are, it's energy. And so when we are heavily attached, think about things that you may have really wanted in your life that you've been heavily, heavily attached to. You know, it always feels as if they're pushed back even more and then the level of frustration starts to come in. And if you think back to your own experiences to the time that you've manifested really important things in your life, you're going to see there's usually been a time where you've given up. And I don't mean give up in the t- in terms of like, oh, it's never going to happen and dejection. It's just kind of that, you know what? I've give up now. And I let go and I let God or I let go and I let the universe take over and do this for me. And it is in that space where we relinquish control over how it's going to happen that we give the universe, God, um, your angels, your, whatever you want to call it. You, we give the, I'm going to use universe and God. We give up looking to control and manipulate the how it's going to happen. And we allow the energy of the, of the universe to bring all the pieces together. So if you think about it, mass to mass is very slow. So a thought is very quick. You know, oh, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go eat now. All right. So yeah, you go and you eat. However, if you have food in your refrigerator, so it's real quick, thought is quick, and you go and you prepare your meal. However, when it comes to things that need to get aligned, that are not within your control in terms of your kitchen or where you can actually control things, really big things, these pieces have to come together like a puzzle. And it's very involved. And this is where we let go and we let the universe and God dictate or put the pieces together for us so that we can step back and say well it's in your hands uh, universe god and i'm allowing it to unfold the way that is for the highest good of all because there are so many people involved in this so um you know even think back about winning the lottery tickets if you're going to win the lottery ticket maybe there's somebody who's in dire need who needs to win this lottery much more than you do. And it's not about deserving. It's about timing. So we just need to give up the timing of these things and hold steady to the belief. So that is part of the manifestation process that I wanted to just talk about really quickly. Uh, And now we're going to move into everyday alchemy. I do have a question for those listening live. If anybody has a question right now, or a comment, or something that they'd like to share, please type it in or call in right now. Because we do have a number of people in the room, and your your comments, your calls, your they're all welcome. All right, your questions. So if you have a question, please call in or type it in right now, and I'm waiting. All right, okay. Uh, Let's talk about living in everyday alchemy. So again, the offer to ask questions is here, available. Just ask, type anytime you want. So what does it mean to live from everyday alchemy? The alchemists make magic. All right, what is magic? You know, that's all... Magic is just (laughs) magic of quantum science, okay? And it's things that we may not be able to understand scientifically, yet we do know that it is all part of quantum science. So it isn't really magic, but it makes it more fun to call it magical so that we don't have to be so analytical and understand how it works. Just like we don't consciously have to think about how we're breathing all the time. We just breathe. And, you know, we allow that to be the magic of our body without being so analytical about understanding the process. So now, Living out everyday alchemy starts with a few things. First of all, it starts with an awareness. So by that, it means we have to become aware of the thoughts that we think. So, Mo, you know, you'd be surprised. I mean, you're listening to this, so you're probably not one of these people. These people. You're probably not among the many people on on Earth who are not aware of their thoughts. And they think that what's going on in their mind, the monkey chatter and the self-talk is totally, totally natural and normal and that they have no control over this. And so once we become aware that we do have control over the thoughts that we're thinking, it takes work. It takes work. It's not easy to catch all of those thoughts and then to redirect them. However, that is the process of the everyday alchemy. So once you have this awareness, well, I am my word. What I mean by that is, You are the words that you speak. You are what follows the I am. Your word is your world. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Your world is your world. So everything that you have in your world for better, for worse, for good, for bad, comes down to the thoughts that you've been thinking and the words that you have been speaking. Now that's good news and it's bad news. So, and you can say, well, you know, I have all these illnesses. How am I responsible for all of these illnesses in my life? And in large, we do know scientifically already, again, this is one of those tough pills that people don't enjoy swallowing because it makes us take responsibility. So, Again, it is one of these things where we have to take responsibility for our thoughts. If people are constantly saying, I don't feel good, I don't feel good, I'm so tired, I don't feel good, those words begin to create the mood in the body. The mood then starts to release the chemicals, the chemicals then start to work on all of the organs. And you know what happens then before you know it, we're not feeling well, and we're starting to become sick. So if we do want to learn how to bring excellent health into our life, we want to start to pay attention to our thoughts. And then we want to look at reframing these thoughts. And we begin small because some of these illnesses are, you know, they're so deep in our bodies already. And they're so, you know, the thinking and the pattern is so habitual that it takes a lot of conscious effort. And I'm not being Pollyanna here to start to move and change these thoughts so that we can begin to heal ourselves. So there are a lot of, you know, biblical phrases that I don't have memorized, but you know, a lot of things in the Bible that refer back to being able to heal ourselves and then there's also the phrase from the Bible first came the word. And so it is the the first thing that does create our world is our word. So now How can we use this to our advantage? So we start with, I'm gonna call it housekeeping. So take a look at your home, take a look at your life, take a look at your health, and be really super objective about all of this. No judgment on this, okay? And you just take a look, because whatever you've got going right now in your home is, believe it or not, a reflection of your thoughts. So I'm gonna give you a quick example I live in an apartment right now, and it is filled with plants. Well, the plants did not walk here. I purchased them. Why did I purchase them? Because I had a thought. Oh, my thought, I love plants. I love having an indoor garden. These are thoughts. So I go out, I go to the store, I look for plants that I love, and I create an indoor garden. You walk into my apartment, you see an indoor garden. All right, not random. These were thoughts. This is created. So now we take a look at our life and look around. Let's say you look around your home and you look at your furnishings. Well, you know, you probably chose them. And if you didn't choose them, then you gave other people permission to choose them for you. So you want to look again at how your thoughts have created your immediate environment. Then you can go about and begin changing your immediate environment if you're not happy with it. And if you are happy with it, well, then you can be grateful also. And you can also be grateful, please. don't You're grateful your environment, no matter what it looks like, because the process then can become one of change. So whatever you're looking at in your home, be grateful for what you have. That's, you know, number one, be grateful for what exists. Part of everyday alchemy is to go to the space of gratitude. Excellent book written by Rhonda Byrne of The Secret on gratitude is the magic. It's a 28 days of exercise, two exercises to bring this magic of being grateful into your life and on a different level of just looking around and saying, "Oh, I'm so grateful for" it, and mouthing the words as opposed to actually having a deep heart-to-heart connection with what it is that you are grateful for. So, gratitude again is an energy And it vibrates at a much higher frequency than complaining. So one always wants to go to gratitude. Now let's circle back to everyday alchemy. Consciousness, awareness of your words. So now you want to look at your words. What are you saying to yourself? If you're saying things that are disempowering, oh, I hate my job, I can't do this anymore, I don't want to be doing this, when's it going to get better? Well, bad news and it's bad news, is that it's not. It won't get better because of the questions that you're asking and because you're, you keep repeating, oh, I hate my job. This is so boring. So you're, you're in the loop. Once you look at it as the observer and you say, wow, this is what I'm saying. Let me change this. Let me reframe this. Let me create something new with my word. I now look at my job, I look at my life, and you know I'm so grateful that I have a job. I'm so grateful that there must be something wonderful about the job. So you go and you look for it. And then you refocus onto those elements of the job or where you are right now that are things that you can be grateful for. And then you start to change your word. So you can go from a horrible job to something really awesome and unexpected just by changing your vocabulary and your belief system that this comes true. So you start with something small. Um, I now have new and unique opportunities come my way. Now, if you were to say that for 30 days, every single day, and believe it, I now have Unique, whatever I just said, I I now have unique and wonderful opportunities come my way. If you were to repeat that for 30 days and pay attention to that, you said it, so that you're looking for, I now have unique and wonderful opportunities come my way, what will happen is the universe, God, will begin to work mass to mass to bring these opportunities to you. You have to pay attention. You must remember to say this again and again and again and be aware of what it is that you're saying. So this is not just empty words, but the consciousness that the word is your world. And you can change everything, everything. And that is the secret you know, all this other stuff manifesting and getting into alignment with it and meditating. Meditating is all very important. All of these things are important. However, alone, you can change your world by your word. You can have a new body. You can have a new shape. You've just got to honor your word to yourself. And that is such a big magic that you have if you don't experience, you know, if you don't try this out, but you got to give it time because like I said, the universe takes time to bring all this into fruition. So I'm going to share a personal story with you right now that is, and I'm, I'm going to appreciate your patience for this. It involves my own impatience. It involves my own expectations. Only Again, I'm watching how the universe comes into play and really provides incredible experiences. Where this will go, I don't know, but I'm going to continue to hold the focus. So ever since I can really remember myself as an adult, I always truly believed and knew that everyone has psychic powers. Everyone is intuitive. I know this. It's a fact for me. I know it. It's just that most people don't use them to the level that they possibly could. And so I made it my mission. I made it my real life's purpose to start teaching this to kids during the years that I was an educator in in public school and private school. And it started out with affirmations and just being aware and awareness and it continued gradually to, to you doing the phenomena of being able to see without our eyes, doing remote viewing, practicing telepathy. So it did evolve into that. But that's not where it started. It started with the word and with awareness. And so over the years, it's become, my, it's become this, this passion that has just been growing and growing and growing. And look, I started this um, over 20 some odd years ago. I mean, maybe even more, okay. Um, I started back in the 80s. So that's more than 20 years, right? That's like 40, okay? (laughs) And, you know, the world hadn't caught up. The world wasn't catching up. And so there were days where I became really dejected. So I wrote books. I wrote Annabelle and the Domino based on a true story with a little girl, six years old, who was able to move a domino with her mind. You could say, not true, doesn't matter to me. I was there, I saw, I had two other students. I've seen this. I personally use telekinesis. So it doesn't matter if someone believes me or not because I know. And so then I wrote my second book, Children Who Know How to Know, which is all about teaching parents and educators and adults how to do this work themselves And um, how to do this work themselves and teach it to other people. And that book was out in 2017. And, you know, this work hasn't caught on yet. And so then I started to get frustrated, you know, like maybe I'm way ahead of my time like, like I was when I started doing aromatherapy and I had to teach everybody about aromatherapy and people laughed at me. And it was this way also, people laughing at me and saying, ah, you just, use such a utopian, you're crazy. You know, I heard so much of that. And it's disheartening. But I had this thing inside my body that it doesn't matter what you say to me, your opinion, other people's opinions, I am not changing this mission and I will do this mission until I leave this planet. And it started getting stronger and stronger and by August of this year it became so strong that I created an entirely new website and really worked on, I'm gonna say promoting this material, promoting this message. And then I was actually very frustrated about a month ago. And then I just let it go. I just let everything go. And then talk about coincidences, synchronicities. When I was in Austin this past week, I was at the Commodore Perry Hotel, the mansion. And there's a room there. It's known as the Laverne Suite. And it's got a reputation for being haunted. And I was in there twice. And the first time I was in there... I was walking around with the video, taking pictures and talking and saying, oh, you know, Laverne, speak to us, please speak to us. And then all of a sudden, as I'm doing this, the light started to flicker in the bathroom. And I'm recording this and it's like, oh, geez, she's talking to us. Keep it going. And I was so excited. It was really wonderful. So I had it on video. It's on my Instagram. And then I went back last Thursday and went back into the Laverne room and started to talk to her again using the mirror, but nothing happened in the room. But what did happen was Betsy Chassie, creator of What the Bleep, saw the video. She's doing a documentary. It's called The Galileo Project. It's all about quantum physics. It's about how all of us are psychic, how we all have these mind powers, how we're not using them. And it's based on quantum science. And she wanted to have someone in the video, and not the video, in the documentary that would teach um, the host of the show how to remote view really quickly without any, without any practice, without any experience. Um, the woman who came to, and they came to my house yesterday, I deplaned, and I deplaned. And they were here within an hour after I arrived from Austin with film crew and all. And you could say, wow, that, you know that's a coincidence. It wasn't a coincidence. I truly believe the universe was aligning everything so that this message can now get out further to other people. And that is my personal belief. But it took all of these pieces over months to start to come together. Now, is this going to you know? Will this be it? Uh, not for me to say. But the door has been opened, and I have now this this knowingness, this deeper knowingness that that my mission is now going. I, I know this now. My mission will come to fulfillment during my lifetime, and once that that ball starts rolling and. Um, You know how that is, right? The ball starts rolling and it's a personal knowingness that people are going to wake up and wake up to their own intuitive powers and they're going to stop giving their power away to other people. They will begin to use this power to navigate their own lives and to live life in this magical space of alchemy and trusting and getting rid of these phrases. Oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I don't know what I'm doing and it doesn't work for me and I never win. And, you know, we're going to get rid of that language. We're going to remove it from our vocabulary and our world will change. And I get so excited when I talk about this, um, because i see the possibilities for this and i'm reading some of these your comments thank you thank you thank you and i want you to know this is not a this is a personal mission but it's different. It's not, it's for humanity. It's just knowing it's know. you know, you all know things and yet we don't trust it and we don't believe it. And we don't allow ourselves to trust it. Imagine waking up and trusting that what you're doing is the right thing to do. And that, you know, you know, that you can control the, the, the direction of your life through your language and what it is that you can have or who you can be and what you can do and how healthy you're gonna be or how thin you're gonna be or how much weight you're gonna need or how young you want to make yourself without using Botox. I mean, there are remarkable studies that have been done in this. And the applications are amazing, but for me, it's all about creating a peaceful world where we don't have to live in this space of ego fighting, emotional immaturity. Just imagine greed. We don't have to be in that space where there's the haves and the have nots. It won't exist. And I know I sound very utopic, but um, this was just, you know, this is just where it's going and where it can go because I've seen it work in the classroom with the children when I stop them from arguing and fighting with one another and bring them into that space of, of seeing that we're all connected. So as above, so below, as within, so without, and that we are all connected. And when we do harm to ourselves, we're doing harm to others. And when we do harm to others, we're doing harm to ourselves. And that is just um, part of the the way that the world works. Anyway, um, I have a few moments now, if anybody wants to um, ask any questions or call in with anything, um, and again, how to awaken, I'm not sure if that was a question here, but how to awaken is quite simple. Catch yourself while you're doing things, catch yourself during the day, perhaps um, when you're walking to your car, stop thinking about all the things that you're going to be doing and just take a stop, just stop in your head and say, where am I? What am I doing? Who am I? And imagine yourself looking at yourself from a bird's eye view above. And you'll see yourself in that moment in time being present because that is all that there is anyway, just now. This is all that we have. Everything else is illusion. Anyway, stopping yourself, catching your thoughts, and then redirecting them to what it is that you want will create a life of alchemy, magic, and miracles for you. You just have to remember. That's part of the teachings also to remember because we will forget and, um, I do have a free online program, which is called emotional alchemy, and that's available. If you email me, I can share that with you, or you can just go to my website and look at resources. And it's one of the courses that's available. It's Ellie Go to the resource page and you can find emotional alchemy. It's free. It will teach you how to remember as we go into this space of remember and forget, remember and forget. Um, okay, I'm going to end for today. If anybody doesn't have any questions or comments or things that they want to say, I do encourage you all if you're interested in seeing just how psychic you are and having fun with this without expectations, without making yourself wrong, spend time watching your thoughts during the ex- the um, exercises, then join me on Wednesday, April 27th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for an hour of free psychic work and intuitive development. And you can register for that. It's free at my website, com, And just scroll to the middle of the page because that's where the registration information is. And then um, yeah, and look forward to connecting with everybody. I thank you all for being here today on the live call, taking time out of your day to listen and have any questions. Email me, ellie at elliemolina.com. And uh, yeah, I'd love to see you all in the workshop. OK, it's going to be fun and you'll get a chance to practice and pay, paying attention to your thoughts. So remember, as you go off today, kind of sounds very preachy, but it's true. Your word gives you your world. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here today. Lots of love. Go make magic. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody and your comments. I love you also. All right. Ciao, everybody. See you next week. Bye.